Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Away from you, I miss your touch. You guys, we made it to Friday. Yas Queens. Big day. Because it's the last day of the work week. It is. And this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good afternoon. Thanks. Hello. And how are you, kids? Thanks for riding with us all week. Yeah. Uh, we've got a riding. really. <laughs> yeah. Friday. We have a, a really exciting show planned for you today. Um, we will have a big musical finish. I'm just kidding. It's well, just I mean, a normal show. There probably show. will be music if the throwback live is any indication. True that. True that. Uh, but you know what? We thought we'd start. We thought we'd start the show off in a positive place. Oh, woo! It really is a positive place. So, such a good idea. Oh, no, you're right. I forgot. We actually do have not D-bags. I know. They're actually anti-D-bags, like the opposite of D-bags. So yesterday, Bradley, you brought up Jamie Lee Curtis, and we talked a little bit about... I love her. And we have more reasons to love her. Um, Because, well, I just, I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis has always just been a wonderful, lovely human in Hollywood. Uh, And yesterday, we talked about her thoughts on uh, plastic surgery. Yes. And kind of what... Mm. What celebrities getting so much plastic surgery and augmenting their bodies in so many different ways is actually kind of doing broadly to the community. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we were like, yay, thank you. You're awesome. Whatever. Well, apparently Jamie Lee Curtis also because she's out promoting the new Halloween movie. Yeah, she's got something to say. I mean, usually if celebrities are talking, it's because they're, you know, pimping their latest project. And she basically was like, she was in the middle of an interview um, on a podcast called The King Cast. It's a podcast hosted by Scott Wampler. Uh, And he was like, do you understand how cool you are? Like, do you know that? Do you ever think about the movies you've made? And you've done the coolest stuff with the coolest people. (laughs) That sounds very much like a... Uh, Chris Farley interview on Saturday Night Live. Like, do you know, like that one time when you did that thing, it was so cool. You're so cool. Right. But she like, she knows what to do with that kind of stuff. And she talked about how she just has uh, a lot of gratitude for her career. Um, and she brought up the fact uh, that she is also known very well for uh, endorsing a certain yogurt product and the way. The way she puts it is, it's the reason I sold yogurt that makes you bleep for seven years. Yeah, well, she's not wrong. We right? all remember her bleeping on a couch. Right? <laughs> so the, the, she says the reason that she did took the check to do the Activia commercials, mm-hmm. and I just find this to be so relatable. Um, she said, part of the reason why I've done commercials, I've been doing commercials for a very, very, very long time, partially so I can ameliorate all of the distance from my family. It allowed me to earn money 
and stay home. Mm. Um, and she said, you know, that all the time that she had been spending away from her family when she was on movie sets took a toll on her emotionally. She said, I was really trying to reconcile at all of those times. How do you do this? How do you be a mom? How do you be a wife? How do you have a career? Yeah. How do you have to go away from home? How do you do it all? Um, and she said, you know, no matter what I did, I just felt bad. Uh, and so she took the opportunity to do something that gave her a really good revenue, like an income stream. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. And she hocked the yogurt that makes you go. Yeah. And that. Which, let's be clear. I don't even think it, it's like yogurt. Right. I think it is just like. I mean, it's not like X-Lax yogurt. Super yeah. probiotic. But I love the idea that like, anyway, that's a whole separate conversation. Yeah, let's not were- get hung up on. <laughs> Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's bowel movement. Thank you. They really missed an opportunity for branding with Gogurt. Carry on. Mm. That's a really. I good don't know point. that they missed. Actually, I think they made the right choice ultimately. No, but I, I see what you're doing there. Uh, anyway, no, but uh, but what I liked about this was that this is such a and this is like such a present conversation that that is being had, especially in these like post COVID times where we're really evaluating like who we are and what we do for a living and what really matters and what really doesn't matter. But this is just like such a common problem that I know a lot of people face, which Mm -hmm. is just like, how do I be and do all the things I want to be and do? Yeah. And I just appreciate that Jamie Lee Curtis, real amazing person. Well, she does putting words to that. She has a sense of relatability. You don't always hear from Hollywood. Uh, individuals right. because they're not always willing to share it or they're just too busy trying to sell something and you're like I need some refreshing and also sometimes celebrities actually now that I think about it are are actually quite honest the problem is like we're we don't care mm-hmm. what I mean by that is it's not relatable I think the thing that Jamie Lee Curtis has been talking about um, or at least the things that we talked about yesterday for me just seemed totally relatable um, and so this, too, adds to that conversation about her relatability in a way that mm, celebrities don't always because because sometimes celebrities really are out of touch. Absolutely. I mean, like you and I can bring a story and sound totally out of touch. So it's not, you know, it's not something that is unique to celebrities, but it's certainly something that um, is a talent when you recognize it. Well, and there are there really truly are celebrities who are trying to. Uh, who who not just are trying to are successful in making money on their unrelatability. Yeah. When you think about a Jennifer Lopez, um, she doesn't. There is nothing about her that is relatable. She is a person who wants to look together at all times. Everything is just so. She's yeah. always at the high height of her fashion. She's always able to juggle all of the balls. She's able to you know. Um, run a company, parent children, date a hot, sexy celebrity, be on all the coasts at mm-hmm. the same time doing whatever the hot new thing is, right? She, she, she profits off of her unrelatability. Yeah. And I just, it is refreshing, especially in Hollywood, to hear somebody who is like not trying to be anything other than just who they are. And she's like, yeah, I didn't hawk a, like a sexy uh, product. Mm-hmm. I, I took a job telling you to eat yogurt that makes you poo. 
so that I could be who I wanted to be at home. Yeah, and I think there's space for both. But what what is so annoying sometimes is when a celebrity like Jennifer Lopez tries to appear relatable and you're like, girl, you're not like, why are you even trying? Nobody wants you to be relatable. Right. Because you are, you know, larger than life. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is not trying to be larger than life. Mm -hmm. But she is just because she's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's a fixture. She's fabulous. She is fabulous. Now, fabulous. Can I give you another anti D bag? But of course. Um, Dolly Parton. Start off on a happy note. I know, right? Dolly Parton. Let's oh, celebrate gosh. Dolly. Perennial uh, anti D bag. She really, truly is. She is like sunshine uh, in a dress. Well, she was. Um, she did an interview with W Magazine, and one of the things she talked about is all of her little tattoos. Oh yeah. So like her. Doesn't she have like butterflies? Yes, a lot yeah. of butterflies, which I'll get to that, too. Okay. Um, but she just was talking about her little tattoos. She's like, I have a few little tattoos here and there. Uh, and then she explained that there's actually a reason for them. She said, most of my tattoos came because I'm fair, and I have a tendency to scar when I get any kind of cut. Mm-hmm. She said, I've had surgeries for different things, and if the scars didn't heal property, properly, I would just put tattoos. Oh, that's and that would take the sting out of the the scar that didn't heal properly. Um, And she said uh, that most of her tattoos are pastel and she does have more than one. Um, The delicate designs include bows, a beehive ribbons. And then of course her signature symbol, which is the butterfly. And of that, she said, butterflies don't sting. They don't bite. I just kind of related to them with my own personality, Mm -hmm. which I just, she's a butterfly. Can we just love all over Dolly? Yeah. Dolly Parton. Um, now, she does say that most of them she keeps hidden. They're like on parts of her body you don't see. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that anybody has ever recognized a tattoo on Dolly, mm-hmm. right? I have never seen yeah. one. In- so she's obviously kept them, which doesn't surprise me if you think about it. She comes from a generation where tattoos were not necessarily to be seen, you know, seen but not, not heard or yeah. other way around, heard yeah. but not seen. You don't hear tattoos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you don't show off your tattoos. If you were going to get a tattoo, you very likely were thinking like, okay, how can I hide that with clothing? Right. Um, because God forbid anybody saw your tattoo. Ooh, <laughs> so naughty. But also Dolly Parton, even though she is, you know, she wears form-fitting clothing, she, yeah. she is not one to... Like, she maintains some full coverage, usually. Yeah. Like, she's usually well covered. Yeah. But We're, beautiful and amazing. Lots of cleavage, but everything else pretty much covered. Pretty much covered, yeah. right? Um, I just thought that was so sweet. I would. I wish we could see them, because I just bet that they're adorable and perfectly Dolly, and we love her. We love her. I mean, Dolly is amazing. She's a national treasuress. She seriously is. Uh, let's keep her safe. In, uh, she's, by the way, she's 75. Yeah. She's one of those people who, to me, appears ageless. She does stand outside of time. Exactly. Sure. She's just Dolly. Mm. We love you, Dolly. Um, that's all. That's. I just wanted to share. I just wanted yes. to start us no, off. We, it's always good to add a little bit of positive because I promise we're going to get real negative throughout the show today. Oh, oh. Can we do something else that's really positive? Oh, right now? Do you want to do it right now? Yeah, let's keep the up momentum like on it. all let's of this. I like it. Let's do it. What let's are we doing? Oh, yeah. Taking our clothes off for money? What? No, that's later tonight. We're going to... Okay. 
for right. money. We're but gonna, I lie. We're going to give something away. <laughs> what are we giving away, Holly? Uh, we're giving away our last pair of tickets to go see New Kids on the Block, their mixtape tour 2021. It also includes Salt and Peppa, Rick Astley, and In Vogue. It's at the XL Energy Center June 14th. Tickets are on sale right now. It's your last chance. 651-641-1071. Uh, what color are we going to give those away to? Why don't we do it to the good old-fashioned color number seven? Yay. Color number seven. Lucky you. You get to go see NKO. OTB and more and more. Do they call themselves NKOTB anymore? Uh, or was that when they were just trying to get mature? No, I think they do, but I I don't think that they do. They they don't exclusively do that because they did. To your point, Holly, they transitioned from New Kids on the Block to NKOTB when they didn't want to be kids anymore. Right, and then now in their adult years, I think they go both ways because they don't care. How liberating! Like, it's uh, it's beautiful, really. Debbie own, Gibson, own it. Gibson, whatever, whatever. Give me a check. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Caller number seven is going to win those tickets to see NKOTB New Kids on the Block and more. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Uh, our friend Elizabeth Reese is bringing it to us with a dirt alert on My Talk one zero seven one. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Ooh, the one and only Elizabeth Reese is here, and with her, she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hello, you guys. It's good to hear your voice today. It's nice to hear your voice, too, on a fine Friday. Happy Friday. Isn't this kind of funny? Nick Cannon is talking about Kim Kardashian. I totally forgot that they dated. Oh, me too. But they did. He was 26. She was 25. Mm. They dated for about a a year. I completely forgot this. And um, she broke up with him. And Nick Cannon says that he was left brokenhearted. I mean, these pictures of Something them together about, are like, very funny. There's some connection with uh, the sex tape with her and Ray J and Nick Cannon. Uh, was Nick Cannon involved in it? Well, I remember seeing a story earlier this week about him. Uh, I- Whoa, that was loud. Yeah. Um, hearing some connection about him being bummed about her. Were they dating about, when that happened or something? It might have been. Yeah. Or maybe I mean, like she when didn't it was released. tell him that she uh, had done a sex tape. Interesting. Hmm. Did we lose Elizabeth? I wonder. I think we did. That was a weird sound. Um, the headline <laughs> that I'm referring to is Nick Cannon claims Kim Kardashian broke his heart after she lied about her sex tape. Ah. Uh, uh, that is interesting. Yeah. I am. Um, oh, I'm hey, back, you guys. You know, there you are. I'm glad to hear you. It was an unexpected. It was like a call failed. You know, when your phone just says call failed and you were really interested in what the person was saying. Yeah. Well, and then you're like, no. Almost caused us to lose our hearing as well. I'm not kidding. Did I don't, it really? Did you hear that? There was no. like this very lo- a loud, loud squeak. Oh, my muffins. And then I'm you so were sorry. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's okay. It's fine. It, um, I've, my heart rate is now back to normal, and uh, we should be good. I'm really sorry no, that happened. We're just glad you're back. Just yeah, to close the loop, apparently she lied to him about having done the sex tape when oh, there were rumors that it existed. She's yeah. like, no, and that broke his heart. And that broke his heart. Oh. I guess um, what what's also being reported, this is what Nick Cannon said, that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West met at a birthday party that Kim threw for Nick. Oh, that's interesting. It's kind of funny. I mean, they obviously... Double whammy. Yeah, kind of interesting. Hmm. Kardashian has previously stated that she first met Kanye West when her friend Brandy recorded a song with him. Brandy, Ray J's brother. Oh, I love Brandy. I mean, Ray J's sister. Right. Ray J is her brother. Mm-hmm. You all were with me along. We, uh, we got it. Never we left got your it. side. Yeah, that's really good, except for the point it, part When where, you left us, but that's yeah, fine. We're with not a talking siren. about it. I will tell you guys, the other day I was in St. Paul when the first sirens of the month go Ooh. off, you know, during the test. And uh-huh. I happened to be located literally below the siren. Oof. I had to put my AirPods in my ears oh, to protect sure. my hearing. For sure. Those suckers are loud. I know. So loud. Yeah. Um, okay. The weekend following his new friend, Angelina Jolie, as a UN Goodwill, Goodwill ambassador. I wonder if that's why they've been having lunch. And hanging out. But then there's uh, all these rumors that they're in a love connection. Yeah, I have a tendency to believe that it probably it has more to do with this announcement. But listen, stranger things have happened. Right? So I don't know. This is good, though. So he's going to be a, uh, the United Nations World Food Program as a Goodwill Ambassador. That's great. And um, he said that the program is doing urgent and important work to change and save lives on a daily basis. And I feel passionate about addressing world hunger and helping people in need. Well, and if you want to be involved in the UN you, and you're a celebrity, you're probably going to call Angelina it's Jolie. True. Yeah, that's true. And he really, I mean, he's put his money where his <laughs> mouth is. He recently donated a million dollars to the World Food Program's relief efforts in Ethiopia. Wow. Following months of deadly violence, um, you know, he speaks out, he's donating. I think that that's really great. Good for him. He's 31 years old. Guess what's really wonderful? Seeing like young, hip celebrities do good with their money and And, their fame. Yeah, that's the thing that um, when you see a celebrity using their platform for global good or any good, you know, we it's like kudos. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. That is the... If yeah, because you don't have to. You don't have to, and many don't. Mm-hmm. And so thank you, Weekend. I'm totally with you. Yeah. Woody Harrelson punched a guy. This is an interesting story. In self-defense, in an altercation at the Watergate Hotel in Washington, D.C. Well, apparently, wasn't the guy like coming after him and his kids. I guess the guy was drunk and he'd been taking photos of Woody Harrelson and his daughter. And wouldn't stop. And wouldn't stop. Yeah. And then Woody Harrelson approached him and said, hey, can you stop and please delete the photos that you've already taken? Which is really understandable when you're involving someone's child. Yeah. yeah. You know, Woody probably wouldn't have cared if he was on his own. He'd be like, whatever. But when you're with your kid, mm-hmm. you have the right to say, please don't take photos of my child. Even though exactly. if they are in a public place, technically, you know, whatever. Anywho, 
Woody mean, Harrelson don't punch, but we understand the anger and frustration. We don't punch, right? But Woody Harrelson claims the man then lunged at him yeah. in an attempt to grab his neck. And so then Woody punched the guy in the neck yeah. to get him off of him. Mm-hmm. This is all very above board. I do feel like, too, you know, when somebody comes at you, I think your reflexes just sort of take over. Oh, and if you've your got kids. your child. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. 100%. If someone lunged at me with my child present, they would see the wrath. Oh, yep. for sure. You know, like you would do things you don't even know that you 100%. would do. 100%. I was just thinking the other day that I can totally imagine those stories about mothers being able to lift cars off of their children <laughs> oh, because sure. of adrenaline. That 100%. I, absolutely. That could happen mm-hmm. because you would just go into like a mode of just it wouldn't matter not yeah. without my daughter that's right Sally field thank you the man was questioned in his hotel room charges are pending and the investigation is ongoing so the guy's name is going to be released once he's charged um but woody harrelson is in dc working on this upcoming hbo miniseries the white house plumbers about Ooh. the watergate scandal it's a five-part limited series it was briefly put on hold in august after an onset shouting incident Involving the series director and a member of the prop department. That, I'm so glad you didn't say and Woody Harrelson. No, yeah, and right. that sparked an investigation. But that probe has been concluded, and so then they're working on it. But I think this punching and self-defense story might be really, you know, it's a bummer situation. But I think it's good publicity for this no kidding. miniseries that I didn't know about. Right. Now we and do. now we're talking about it. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to watching it. It sounds neat. I Maybe think it's, he hired the guy. Do you think? Yeah. No. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't either. No, listen, we have tinfoil hats, but I think we're going to lose you. Are you there? I think we're having technical We definitely are. But you know what? You know, she's or been back are f- we? Maybe Lady yeah, Harrelson is on the other yes. line. Oh, my God. Ah! I know. Scary, but I think Elizabeth X-Files. is there. Are you there, Elizabeth? It's fine. We'll just wait for her. She'll be back at some point. Yeah, she'll be back. No we, worries. We can continue to talk about Woody Harrelson and... Uh, NBD. I'm really sorry there that she that is. happened Hi. again. Oh my it's gosh. okay. Hi. We're happy to have you. I don't yeah. know what's going on. It's fine. Holly, do you think that there's something going on in that building? Well, you know, Mercury <laughs> retrograde is happening. It's really that impacting that a lot yeah. of things. Had oh a my few goodness. Technical glitches myself this morning. Have so you really? Yes, with phones particularly. So, so I'm not the only one. New. It's doing it does like this little clicking thing and then it decides that my call fails to you. And I have a special cable that goes right from my house to the street that connects me to you. <laughs> it's been connected me connecting me it's to you for, connection we for have, years. It, for like 10 years. Yes. Yeah. And occasionally my kids will push the buttons. One time my kids pushed the buttons or something happened and then Jason put my son on the radio. Stop. And he was like three and yelling and Jason was like, oh, what is that? And he was like, crank it up. That is so cute. Which is uh, really great slash terrifying as to what well, you might be able to hear exactly over the airwaves no. at any given moment. Understood. From, from your home. And Mercury is still in retrograde. How long is it going to be in retrograde? It turns direct on Monday, October 18th at 817 a.m. Pacific time. Mm. And not a moment too soon. I know. Really I'm ready for been. it to move on. I know. It yeah. feels like it's been a really um, difficult one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it caused Madonna to lay across the desk uh, at Jimmy Fallon show. Maybe it didn't. No, I think that was just Madonna. That might just be her. always in retrograde. But that happened last night. The Madonna Mercury retrograde. Right. There you go. Well, that was adventurous. There were highs and lows there. Thank you for taking us on the journey with you. (laughs) Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items. 
Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. I know. That is the sound of Friday right there. Friday feels, kids. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I love it. We even had Julia here for a minute. I mean, why? There she is. Honey, we're glad you're listening. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We're, we're going to solve these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them for us. We're going to solve them. Oh, I know. In this little segment, I have that, that we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh. Oh. We love you, Julia. Mysteries. Yes. What are you doing over there, Holly? What, what am I doing? You just got very animated. Because I'm excited about celebrity gossip yes. mysteries. Solve this one. Apparently, this celebrity chef wanted the same size deal as the frosted mm. hair chef. <laughs> the frosted hair chef. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going to be possible. I used to go there in the 70s. The frosted hair chef. I like the frosted happy chef. Mm. <laughs> and one of the questions is how many will depart with him? Ooh, He has wow. talked to four who would be willing. Oh, he's like organizing the exodus. So that's Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. The frosted haired chef is Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the others would be. Probably not Trisha Yearwood. But I bet Giada's in there somewhere because those two, remember, they were hanky panking. Or at least that was the rumor, Mm -hmm. right? Well, this is a rumor segment, so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's allowed. Okay, thanks. Yeah, so apparently Bobby Flay wanted the same size deal as Guy Fieri, but that wasn't going to be possible. And one of the questions now, well, how many depart the Food Network along with Bobby Flay? I'll show you. That's right. So. You know, again, and I said this before, I mean, okay, so maybe he doesn't get the deal that he ultimately thought he deserved. It's hard to know what the situation actually is, but let's just say for the sake of discussion, that's the case. This is a perfect time to leave because you've got streaming services up the yin yang, Wazoo, Mm -hmm. who, um, you know, who, who basically are ready to throw all sorts of cash. And not only that, you've got like other food kind of TV outfits that are trying to get off the ground that if you brought your name to those, that might help them in a way. Right. So like there's definitely opportunity here. The other thing about it is like this is also just sort of this is entertainment. Eventually, there will be somebody who is going to whose star is going to shine a little bit brighter than yours. Yeah. And that's what happens. And it sucks. And it's a bummer. But now you have an opportunity, so get yeah, at, get after it, Bobby Flay. Bam! No, well, that's Emerald. Oh. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah, what is Emerald up to? Did he know. run out of recipes or something? Who's gonna make that podcast series? Good. Thank you. He's probably somewhere with Richard Simmons. Oh, that didn't go well. Don't believe the hype. This A-plus list, mostly movie actor who was a longtime superhero, is not dating the A-minus singer-slash-bad actress. She doesn't do well with his particular brand of kink. Ooh. Okay. Former... What did we say? Former superhero? Yeah, this person was a former superhero. A-plus list, mostly movie actor is how NT Lawyer is categorizing this person. A-plus list, huh? And he's not dating the bad actress. Singer, bad actress. Yeah, there's a rumor. And the internet has these rumors, including Glamour Magazine and Us Weekly and Cosmopolitan running with this story. Because this singer slash bad actress's fan have a theory that she's dating this former superhero. 
Mm. Somebody is dating a former superhero. I don't know why I where's cannot pull what's this the, out of my Where's hat. the best place to start with this? The singer, bad actress, or the superhero, former superhero? Well, the former superhero. We've discussed about uh, this in the past, that this person perhaps has a sex dungeon in their house. Oh. I would like to say thank you to Becky, who... Uh, has given the answer. Uh, so you can play the home game. She says, Chris Evans and Selena Gomez. Good job, Becky. Oh, wow. Yeah, kudos, Becky's Becky, playing the home game. Thank you. Yes. So don't believe the hype. Chris Evans is not dating Selena Gomez because Selena Gomez doesn't do well with Chris Evans's particular brand of kink. Interesting. 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 Mm-hmm. I did not see that rumor to begin no, with. No, I haven't either. Well, fans are speculating. But I will okay. say, I will say, Chris Evans in the kinky business. I think we've heard of that before. Absolutely, because of his sex dungeon. Yeah, mm-hmm. alleged, alleged, supposed, supposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next, next. Let's move on to this next celebrity gossip mystery revealed that we're going to revisit. Okay. A celebrity gossip mystery because N.T. Lear is a little behind the ball here on this Friday. He's taken to casual. It's all good. And what would feel very full circle if it happened? This cable network is having internal discussions about hiring this reporter who is the offspring of an Oscar winner slash nominee to take over a primetime slot that will be vacant next year. Now, there is a piece of information that we didn't speculate about, about Who's going to be gone next year? Uh, Interesting. So we thought this was Ronan Farrow. Mm -hmm. And you were correct. And we thought this was probably like an MSNBC situation. Mm -hmm. You were correct. Okay. So now we're, now we're going to take a moment and think about who might be gone next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. From MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah. Who's going to go bye-bye in the car car? Is it going to be Rachel Maddow? Yeah. Oh, Oh, interesting. So. Tell me more about that story. Yeah. Keep this on your calendar for next year. And what could feel very full circle if it happened? MSNBC is having internal discussions about hiring Ronan Farrow to fill the vacant slot that Rachel Maddow will leave behind hmm. on MSNBC's you know, primetime roster. As a sometimes watcher of Rachel Maddow, I just love her storytelling. Like, I don't always, I, I think sometimes I'm like, I don't know what that is. But um, but I do think that she's a, a good investigative storyteller. To that end, I do think that Ronan Farrow is also, because I, because I kind of, we don't need to have this conversation now. I think that Ronan Farrow also plays a role like that or occupies a space like that. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't seem beyond the realm of possibility is my point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Will Rachel Maddow be uh, going with Bobby Flay to whatever network yes. he's going to? Yes. Okay. They're going to make food mm-hmm. and uncover Russian spies. Interesting. Yes. Ooh, wonderful. <laughs> Borscht and but spies. She, you know, to be fair, <laughs> she has been uh, creating things left and right. Um, and I'm sure at a certain point, she's like, I need, I want to do new and different things. Of course. Right? Like she's written a book uh, within the last couple of years, I think, and she's got like podcasts and she's got all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, busy, busy, busy. She's a gal about town. Yeah. That's right. Gal on the go. Modern gal on the go. You okay. know, she used to she used to do radio back in the day. Well, that's oh. how she got her start. Yeah. Is that she went into her local small town radio station and started doing some stuff, and that was that's how that. I got my start too. Yeah, and then you start doing some my stuff. little small town radio station. 
in a major market. Yeah, exactly. It was this radio station. Let's get horny. Oh, okay. Let's get horny. Wow. Thanks for the offer, Halls. Hey, look, we've got a, a, a fetish blind item. Oh, okay. Here's one. Back when this actress was A-list and had back-to-back hit shows, she and her then-actor husband spent $100,000 on a torture chamber in their basement. Oh, no. Okay. It was not that long afterwards that he ran away and filed for divorce. Okay. I don't know why the first name... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That came to my mind, and this is probably wrong for a thousand reasons, was Kirstie Alley. Okay. Kirstie Alley. Um, Although, a thought. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I thought. So, mm-hmm. did we say, I'm sorry, A minus list? Um, it would be an A list actress who had back to back hit shows and her then actor husband. Now, there's not really a confirmation of who this could was, be. Was the actor TV or movies? The actor, mm, a little from column A, a little from column B. I'm only looking at the comment section, and I'm seeing one comment, and I don't think it's it, but this person, I suppose, mainly movies. The husband, mostly movies. The wife, TV. Was uh, 80s, 90s today? Uh, 2000s? um, I would say 90s and 2000s. Back-to-back shows in the 90s and 2000s. Fran Drescher. I have to deal with something you do regarding you our, go, girl. Our, our cheat day. Hold, please. Do okay. it, girl. Get All us right. that cheat day experience. Yeah, get it. Now, um, go okay. ahead, Bradley, please. So is this a daytime? <laughs> I'm just trying to narrow my <laughs> scope. Well, this person was on a longtime uh, ensemble series and then went on to do kind of a drama series on effects and then went back to network comedy. Oh, was this like, uh, was the, did you say FX? Yeah. Like that, American Horror Story? No, oh. actually this show, that show was probably on in the mid 2000s, the show on FX. And then they went on to do another network show. Now this person is very famous for being in an ensemble show. Like Friends? Yeah. Oh, so Courtney Cox? Yeah, that's what somebody's saying. Oh! I don't know, because we're not getting a lot of options. So is that David Arquette? Yeah, could be. Although, it would be surprising because David Arquette is an investor in some interesting nightclubs in Hollywood. But anyways... Interesting. That's a Minnesota interesting? Interesting. Like nerdy nightclubs? Well, or nightclubs where if you're building a $100,000 torture chamber in your basement... Oh, it is also, that's just a lot. It is a lot. Like, I, I would have a, you know, like, I like, I have a hobby... I like to bake sourdough bread. I, I just can't imagine spending $100,000 and transforming the basement of your home for your hobby. I mean, I guess I could if I had a ton of money, but that just seems like a lot of work. And then is it a hobby or is it a job? 
Right. You know, like we've got this $100,000 sex dungeon. Now I got to use it. Yeah. Now I have to utilize the harnesses. Okay, wait, who was it? Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Possibly. Possibly, supposedly, maybe. We don't know. The comment section isn't very fruitful on this topic, but we'll go with the one answer that's there. Great. Neat. I just talked to our delivery driver. Oh, and? They dropped it off on a bench somewhere, so I'm hoping it's in the building. Okay. I'm dead serious, so we'll uh-huh. see what happens. Oh, well, it's on a bench. Sorry. If somebody comes across a cheat day Friday experience or free fast food, Yeah, somebody you're sees welcome. a fast food bag on a bench. Can I just tell you how hard it is to like have... A- a conversation with somebody and be like, I'm doing a radio show right now. And he's like, I'm outside a door and there's a bench right inside. Can I leave it there? And I said, oh, is there I'm a- sure it's right in the vestibule. I, but I said, is there a person at the front desk? And he goes, I couldn't tell. Oh, so weird. then I'm like, where are you? We'll Sorry. figure it out. It's fine. fine. It'll be you fine. guys, we've got we'll, a whole segment before that's no two segments. Two segments. It'll it's it's going to be an adventure. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, from that uh, nasty blind item yes. to Prince Nasty. Oh, Prince Nasty. We'll, we'll uh, update you on Prince Nasty after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. You got to turn that microphone. Oh. There it is. Hi. And um, we've got a big update. I know people have been wondering, hey, what's Prince Nasty up to? Oh, yeah, I know. Everybody wants to know, right? That's nasty. But yeah. we, we know now. I mean, should we roll the That's Nasty? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, it. do it. That's nasty. nasty. Oh, that's nasty. So Prince Nasty's lawyers are maneuvering, um, which frankly, when I read this through this story, it was like, I think he sounds guiltier than he did before. So great job, attorneys. Right. Which which was pretty guilty. So it's not like he needed any help. But uh, I saw this story over at the BBC and, you know, they know news. Um, Prince Andrew to receive Epstein Jufre agreement. And you're like, what's an Epstein Jufre agreement? Is that some weird legal term I've never heard of? Mm. No, that's um, Jeffrey Epstein and Virginia Roberts Jufre, and an agreement between those two. Now, okay, go with me. So I'm not going to try to go too deep in the weeds. Before I do, though, let's sort of remember where we're at with Prince Andrew Mm -hmm. and why he would want access to a legal agreement between Jeffrey Epstein and one of his accusers, Virginia Roberts. Right. So right now, well... Last we heard, uh, they were trying to serve Prince Nasty uh, with a suit by Virginia Jufre. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had told, allegedly, everybody in and around the palace grounds near him, just don't take it. Like, just refuse to be served. Yeah. But then they got served anyway. And he's kind of still in hiding. Yeah. So he's facing this civil uh, lawsuit from Virginia Roberts in, I think, New York. And in, in, yeah, New York. In New York. And um, so obviously he would like to defend himself. Well, one of the ways that he would like to defend himself through his attorneys anyway is by bringing to light an alleged agreement between Jeffrey Epstein and Virginia Roberts. And the agreement... you. 
again, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds, but essentially this agreement would have allowed anyone connected to, I shouldn't say anyone, a certain number of people connected to Jeffrey Epstein's shenanigans, Mm -hmm. uh, some immunity from prosecution, Mm -hmm. like his friends and family, basically. Mm -hmm. So like there was this agreement which allegedly, supposedly gave Jeffrey Epstein and his friends and family some immunity. Mm -hmm. And the assumption is that uh, Prince Nasty, that is Prince Andrew's attorneys, believe that uh, Prince Andrew is a part of that experience. Mm -hmm. So he would not... Virginia Roberts should not be able to bring a suit civilly against against Prince Nasty. Right. So he's like, let me show you this document. And I'm like, okay, so let me show you the document that says that um, you were besties with Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know that that lends any credibility Uh, in the case because those types of agreements don't indicate that you're innocent. They just indicate that we can't sue you. That you're guilty and we can't do anything about it because also like how does he even know about said agreement, right? That's like all of these things. Now that said, the law is the law and legal stuff is legal stuff. And, you know, there are plenty of people who are guilty of what they were charged with, but there were loopholes that did not allow them to be responsible for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that is a thing, right? And we still have to allow for due process, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in the court of public opinion, you hear this kind of stuff and you go, well, that seems like you're uh, trying to get out from under the law on a technicality. Yeah. Because what they're really just trying to say is that Virginia Roberts can't make this civil lawsuit. And mm-hmm. therefore it does nothing to disprove any of the allegations in the lawsuit, which doesn't do anything to further the notion that he's um, innocent. And if you were innocent, you'd be like, well, you can try me on anything you want. I didn't do it. So what's the big deal? Let's go. Now, I'm not naive. I've watched a fair amount of law and order throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And I understand that sometimes you have to use the law in all the different ways that it's possible to, you know, exonerate yourself. But for a person who has done nothing in their own Mm self-interest to make themselves look any less guilty. I mean, it's just, it's hard to swallow like, Oh yeah, no, you just want this. Oh, it's no big deal. It's just Mm -hmm. this little technicality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, he has done himself no favors starting like beginning with with that terrible ill-advised interview Mm -hmm. where he, um, just made himself look like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I have a question. Yeah. Did we come up with the idea to call him Prince Nasty? I don't know. I would like to take credit for it because I just think Prince it's nasty. Like, why is that not catching on? It should. Yeah. Hashtag Prince Nasty. Prince Nasty. Because he's nasty. Nasty. But then I always hear Paul Abdul or Janet Jackson. That's Janet Jackson. Which, you know what? That was not a weird... Because uh, Paul Abdul used to be her choreographer. choreographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. It comes full circle. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> she really, I don't think Janet was very happy with her for a while. Well, listen, we might learn all about that in that Janet Jackson uh, yes, documentary that she's I would like releasing where she's going to be telling us all kinds of stuff. Oh, we're going to watch it. Give it to us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a question for you. What are the best store-bought cookies, mm. meaning like packaged store-bought. Don't okay. tell me like the bakery at okay. Super Mom's. All right. Okay, that That's rules. fine. It's good. Yeah. But like it's in a box. Okay. 651-641-1071. 
What are the best store-bought cookies? We'll take your calls after this.